Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. <laughs> People are laughing because my, uh, my headphones are broken. They're wobbling on one side. Oh, it looks horrible. I look like... If you imagine a Spaniel's just come out of a nasty road accident. (laughs) That's what I look like. A Birmingham Spaniel. Oh, no. Oh, it's a shame. It really is a shame. (laughs) Anyway, um, welcome to the show. Um, This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8-12-15, especially if you've got any gaffer tape. (laughs) Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Why is uh, why is gaffer tape called? Gaffer tape? I can't take you seriously because those <laughs> headphones are shaking around. I, don't know, I think Frank has started up today's texting already. Why is gaffer tape called gaffer tape? Yeah, is it because you know when you see oh, those, the gaffers use you know when you it. see yeah. film credits and it says like gaffer. Mm-hmm. Is yes. that, it's, it's because black, that's who's supposed that's, to use it. That's exactly what he does. So what about yeah. docked tape? Is it docked or is it dock as in quite quite? Well, I I think it was originally docked as in D-U-C-T, as in like an air vent docked type thing, but I think there's also it, a brand it, now called dock tape. Was it was it used um, on air docks to stop people escaping in films from um, cells they've been put in? Sorry, have I wandered into yeah. your shed on escape? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, in, in, whenever anyone's imprisoned in a film or television series, they always get out through the air dock. Yes, they do. So they must have thought, we need some... Villains got together, yeah. super yeah. villains, and says, we need some sort of tape to stop this happening. <laughs> it's ridiculous. OK, they had to invent... Very good. Something. Yes. Very good. I said they had to invent... <laughs> yes, no, I heard it the first time. I thought time. you hadn't heard me. I yeah, couldn't no. work out why you weren't laughing. <laughs> no, 100% Very heard good. you. OK. So, um, I've had a sociable uh, week. What, not wearing those headphones, you <laughs> no. haven't. You know I'm going to get cauliflower here from being slapped. <laughs> with the, what is the... What's it's like having Bill Beaumont in the studio. What's the term for the in, that individual thing that covers your ear? Oh, I don't know. If anyone knows, Ooh. tell us. Is it a can? Yeah. No, people say I've got my cans on. Oh, yeah, okay. Can. Yeah. Or a ear, ear headphone cover, singular. <laughs> that's what I would call it. We're back in the shed. Time. Do you remember that? They used to say that if you wanted to learn how to speak in a West Indian accent, you had oh, to say uh, you had to say beer can for bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. That's all right. That What's wrong with that? I it know, fine, but yeah. I, I just panic with you. Oh, no, for goodness fine. sake. Um... I went... They're sticking in me now. They're actually sticking in my ear. Do you want to wear mine instead? Ow! Come and feel this, feel this, Al. That's how selfless I am. Why have you got Al to feel it, not me, because you're in your shed again? No, you're too far away. (laughs) Al's coming round the other side of the desk. Just put your finger under there. That's pressing into my forehead. Okay. Feel that, Al. There. Frank, nevertheless, we have a show to do. Just feel that. This is terrible Imagine imagine that in your temple. It's like being one of them um, monkeys in the laboratories. (laughs) Oh, Wow. Anyway. Uh, okay, thank you very much. I think Charlie has fixed it. Yeah, maybe, we'll see. Anyway, I'm sorry about this. It's not the most professional opening. I most mean, professional? Ma- it's the worst eight minutes we've ever done. Mike Reed's just gone through into the kitchen. What would he think if he could hear this? A man from the golden age of radio. Mm. Anyway, I went to the Albert Hall this week. 
Did you? Yes. It's nice there, isn't it? The one in London. That, that's it, the one in London. It's, oh, there is another one, isn't there? There's one in Bolton or Yeah, I think like I've that. played there, actually. Of course you have. I didn't go there. I, um, I went to see classic Quadrophenia. Oh. Oh. I don't think... I mean, many of our readers will be familiar with the Quadrophenia album. Mm-hmm. It's a story of what my mate used to call the Modericks. <laughs> Modericks. Um, uh, the mods. Mm-hmm. Did you turn up on a scooter? I didn't turn oh. up on a scooter, I must admit. I didn't see a scooter. There was lots of ex-mods, though, you could see. Some right. big men. But they were the... Wellerian. Pardon? Or Weller. Wellerian. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were saying well, comma, Aryan. <laughs> like it was a different kind of meeting. <laughs> no, I thought, um, was there a Wellerian? Meaning, was was a lot of, was the one who was very hairy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no big men, big men. Yeah. Who you could you could imagine smashing someone's face in at a popular seaside resort. All right, uh, and uh, there was a bit where um, he, Pete Townsend comes out mm-hmm. um, again. If you don't know the main man from the Who, and uh, who was a sort of at the centre of the mods, obviously he was he was the face man, and he walked out and the adulation in the room was unbelievable. He got like an instant standing ovation. Um, and uh, it was brilliant. It was love, proper. It was like, it could say they were saying thank you for writing the soundtrack to my youth. And I thought if there was a, will there ever be a new lads gathering where I can walk out to that guy? Say me and Gail Porter oh, yeah. can walk out, you know, with, the, with loaded magazines under our arms uh-huh. and well, do you think that'll ever happen? No. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, not just no. I can't emphasise strongly enough how much Why? it won't happen. Why is it that the new lads is the only popular culture phenomenon that, that, that people have What no would they time play, for? the music? Oh. It'd be One Oasis. of the Chris Evans songs. Oh, Oasis. It'd be the Blur one. Oasis battle. That's your soundtrack. But that's what it would be. It's, uh, it's, I was at the History Festival last week where people were recreating the Nazis... And people thought that was all right. <laughs> <laughs> but the new lads, definitely not. Can't have it. Honestly. That's a murder. There's a murder tour of London. That's all right. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, oh, yes. In, in the nuclear industry, gaffer tape used to be called reactor tape, but we had to drop the name as it was giving the wrong impression. That's from Duncan. Oh, in the nuclear industry. Yeah. Okay. That'll be clever. Uh, Steve has texted us, did you enjoy Quadrophenia on Sunday? Last celeb, and he's got that in little quotation marks. Thanks for that. I saw it a show, it was McCartney. He was in the stalls, though. That's pretty good. I wonder what show that was. I wasn't in the stalls, I was in a box. That's better, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Especially okay. those Royal Albert Hall ones, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Very nice. plush. Yeah, we had sausages. What? <laughs> How come? We didn't have sausages. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, why did you lie? I'm so gullible. Yeah. It's terrible. I was trying to show off. I said we had sausages at the Albert Hall. <laughs> I was thinking it was like those sort of catering things where they walk around with miniatures, you know, like little fish and chips and little sausages with mustard on. Wow, that's his idea of having made it, having good sausages. It's a good lie. <laughs> Can you imagine it? The smell wafting through oh. the... <laughs> Can I? That'd get me to go to more live events, I think. <laughs> the sausages being walked around with. Out of my brain on the... <laughs> get anyone? You got, you got one another one, Steve? <laughs> Careful with that grill. Red or brown. Uh. <laughs>
Red or brown? Yeah, red, red or brown. brown I think about the sausages. No. I don't, do I don't think you really get sausages at those catered events, Frank. <laughs> you sometimes, I've never received I've them. Had a, I've had a honey glaze. Oh, as a, nice. as a, I've um, had a catered event. Yeah. Really? That's an hors d'oeuvre thing you get. Mm. Okay. Honey Not glazed. in a box, darling, at the Royal Albert Hall. But you don't get the... <laughs> <laughs> you don't, not with Alfie Bell. Alfie Bell did the lead vocal. Oh, did he? He's good. What a voice he's got. He can sing. Mm. Alfred Stuart Bow, mm-hmm. he's called. Asbo. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up as well. I just added the Stuart. Oh, have you? What's happened to me? Uh, I never lie. Have ever. you honestly been Fine. making this up? I think your uh, l- lads, uh, new lads reunion is getting somewhat out of control on Twitter. Really? Yes. There's people from Loaded talking to each other, Gail Porter's been added. Oh, what? This oh is. Well, but, you know, there was lots of. I know people <laughs> think it was all just it. all about. Um, you know, women in in their underwear, but there's a lot more to it than and that. People going, yay! Suddenly, That's men were talking about films and books yeah. and fashion yeah. in very intelligent. Some, some great when writing. you say fashion, wonder bras. Great bras. writing. Oh, anyway, um, it's about time we're overdue. I saw a, a series of black and white photographs in the Sunday Times magazine mm-hmm. of of skinheads. These are arty photos of skinheads. Mm-hmm. So quite violent the skinheads. There wasn't mm. really a violent thing with the new lads. No. It was just. <laughs> Have you read um, P- Fever Pitch? That's what, that's <laughs> a, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not. I'm not here to defend defend um, social um, things. I. Uh, it was good. What can I say? It worked. You know, it was quadrophenia, but with an orchestra. So oh, Alfie good, Alfie yeah. Bow. Um, mm-hmm. He took the he took that's the main brilliant. vocal. Billy Idol. Uh-huh. Phil Daniels. Is this true, though? Oh, I mean, this is true now. Billy Idol was there. I tried, he was singing. He was the face. Oh, of course. Still looks good. Mm. The Idol. Yeah, so it was... Uh, there was uh, a lot of the, the, the older... Uh, the old mods there. They, were, they weren't actually facing the stage. They sat facing away from the stage with loads of wing mirrors on the back of the seats. Very good. <laughs> I mean, it just, the idea is like, you know, with the scooters. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I tell you what. Mm. That's what um, Andy Gray always used to say on Sky Sports. I tell you what. It's not all he used mm. to say, but anyway. Hey, come on! <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, not on today, not New Lads Day oh. on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Is this now New Lads Day? You no, that's, see, that wasn't New Lads, what he... That was old laddish. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Um, I uh, arrived early at the um, at the Alba Hall for Quadrophenia. You were so going to say Albion, you had to stop yourself. Yeah. I had a good bit of a good bit of parking. Oh, did you? I'm happy with that. <laughs> I was, I'd, I'd say I was within five minutes walk away. Good. Did you have to pay? No. Really? Sunday, you see, that's oh. the joy of a gig on a Sunday. No. Oh, single yellows, who cares? Right. Um, no parallel parking, no reverse, and you just drove straight in. Um, well, there was a bit, but I, I was, I'd was i say most people could have comfortably got a bendy bus into the space. Oh, right. It only took me about four and a half minutes. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Range Rovers around that mm-hmm. area. So, um, speaking of Range Rovers, can I recommend, by the way, that if you haven't seen it, you go onto iPlayer and watch the Ginger Baker 
documentary. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening? One of the great music documentaries of all time. Anyway, I um, there's a famous picture of Allen Ginsberg, the American poet, yes. sitting on the Albert Memorial, which is obviously opposite, opposite the Albert Hall, and he's sitting next to William Shakespeare on the uh, who's part of the engravings on there. And I thought, well, I'm here a bit early. I've got a phone. I'll uh, I'll, I'll go and recreate. Jump I'll, on. I'll sit yeah. where Gins. I've I've always liked doing that photos. I stood in um, Rocky's footsteps. You know, at the top at the top of the steps in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. they've um, they got two brass things where of his um, of his trainers. You know, the bit where he runs up the stairs yeah, and yeah. punches mm-hmm. the yeah. kids following him. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I had my picture talking about. Oh, I like to recreate. Uh, so um, what they've done is you can't do it now. You can't sit where he sat. They've put a fence around oh. him. But the fence... Now, I've got to go up this front. There'll be someone who knows a lot about the Albert Memorial listening to this. The fence that they've put around to keep people off, it's quite a gold fancy... They've made it look like it was part of the original. Oh. Which I think's a bit sly. Mm-hmm. I want sort of checkered police tape. Well, not checkered. That's, uh, that's well, not if a it's two town gathering. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Not if it's permanent, the cordoned off area. Why the James Corden. Why cordon it off? Why James Corden it off? <laughs> because Are they don't want characters like you leaping across in your parker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, please. It's a national monument. Are you absolutely certain that the fence is a recent thing? And that I mean, I haven't seen the photograph of Ginsburg that you're talking about. Could it be that he had incredibly steely buttocks and that he was sitting perched atop the fence? And he well, just... I don't think I don't think you could have took the photo if the fence had been there. I can't. I, I looked at the Albert Memorial and I thought, I'm, did it used to be there? Mm. You know when you stare at the Albert Memorial trying to work out if new editions of... <laughs> you know we're on commercial radio, don't you? It's yeah. You know, very weird. <laughs> you know when you're staring at a monument. It's fine. <laughs> What's happened to the new lads? Yeah. You know, did I tell you about when I had, um, I had a massive argument with Kath? And we had such a big argument on the Strand, we had to move into a side street because it was... It was but it was st- people were gathering, we were getting a crowd. <laughs> And we went into a side street at the back of the Savoy Hotel. Mm-hmm. I know that street. Yeah. And we started arguing, and I suddenly realised it was where um, Bob Dylan had filmed the uh, Subterranean Homesick Blues um, uh, video, which Alan Ginsberg was in. And it was very... The mixture of saying, Oh, well, what are you just <laughs> saying that? While thinking, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> it's very strange. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I, I also, this week, mm. I went to see um, public service broadcasting. Oh, excellent. All right. Virtually friends of the show. You've played them a, a few times, haven't you? Oh, oh, God, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they were, they were, um, they were live. Mm-hmm. Live at the British Film Institute, South Bank. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Do you want to describe their sound for those who aren't familiar with them? Well, um, they what they do is they take public service um, broadcasting films from mm. often from the fifties uh, and sixties, and then they play fantastic music over that. Is it electronica sort of thing? Um. I heard them once described <laughs> as Patho meets the Pet Shop Boys. How do you feel about that? I don't think they're very Pet Shop Boys. Okay, I think that was an error. Okay. Um, not that I've got anything against the pet shop, but they're just not like that. 
I'm just trying to find a ramp in for people. Okay, no, that's a good thing. Okay. Well, tr- try them out. Okay, um, I will. As you anyway, will. I went there. First of all, I went to the uh, National Gallery to see an exhibition called Soundscapes. I love the fact you do really normal things. Thanks. What, well, eating normal, sausages in a box at the <laughs> Royal Albert Hall? That's, it's the National Gallery. You know, we got an email saying it's great that you visit castles and go and do things. That was what I was referring to. Oh, okay. You go into a gallery. You do normal yeah. stuff, you, don't you? Anyway... <laughs> Um, there was some, what it is. It, it's pieces of art, and it, it's um, people have commissioned pieces of music to accompany them. So oh, it's like right. soundtracks for the art. Uh-huh. And one of them was by uh, Jamie XX. Do you know him? Mm. Do you know the XX? You know that band? Yeah. Well, Jamie XX is in there. Is it? Yeah, it's a family band. Is it the XXs? Yeah, yeah it's like the Osmonds. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, and I and it was a nice bit of music, and I thought, well, there he is. I'll go and say hello because I thought, you know, Jamie XX is probably going to be a friendly. But I'm, I'm associated with kisses at the bottom of a text, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the excitement of filling in a, a Paul's coupon. You didn't mm. meet him, and he was cross, did you? He wasn't cross. Oh, very good. <laughs> he double crossed me. <laughs> um, Tim Vine sends his, his best to both. <laughs> no, he was a bit more. Um, I'd say his XX was a bit more school essay. Oh, was it? So I went over and said, I really like, you know, I really like your music and, and it really, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, thanks. <gasps> yeah, and I thought, oh. He didn't. It was a bit one of those moments. I mean, he may be supremely shy. I felt that he could feel, as he shook my hand, sometimes if I meet um, very cool people, mm. they're all right if there's nobody about, but if there's people <laughs> about, they think, oh, do, do I want to be seen talking to him? Right, yeah, yeah. Why do you think you're seen as inherently uncool? Yes. So, um... You know who's at the vanguard of new labs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they would have been queuing up in the 90s. Yeah, oh, I know, but those days are gone. Mm. They will They will be again at the reunion. <laughs> Butlins, Mineheads, 2016, I've got it pencilled in for. The, yeah. Uh, new lad reunion. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I felt that he, uh he could feel the coolness draining out of him as, oh, I, really? held, as I held his hand. <laughs> so, like a uh, so I'm, I moved on. <laughs> you know, we all... Uh, Danny Baker once was talking about coolness and he said coolness meant... He said, I don't care. I, I, I don't have the slightest interest in coolness. And my challenge to him was this. I said, OK, then, let's say you were going to a film premiere and be lots of paparazzi and fans outside. On the way down, your car broke down. <laughs> and... Um, you, you had no chance of getting there because you're in a deserted road. <laughs> and then who comes and offers you a lift? But Lem- Lemby Opie <laughs> <laughs> on a Segway. <laughs> Do you arrive at the uh, <laughs> at the premiere like that? And he said yes. In other words, he lied. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Matt oh, sorry. Mays. Matt Mays. He's, um, no, but thanks for the tip. He's yeah. texted us to say, Jamie XX was interviewed by Giles Peterson on Six Music a few weeks ago, came across very shy and awkward, so it's See, not just Frank. Oh, so, so he's maybe, possibly just shy, Maybe Frank. he's just shy. I, I mean, I can accept shy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rather but, than him thinking I'm so cool and Frank is zapping my coolness out of me. Frank Zapper? <laughs> Frank Zapper. Frank yeah. Cool Zapper. Um, um, I haven't told you about the gig. It was brilliant. Public service broadcasting I very much um, recommend. Um, Any sausages? There were no sausages. <laughs> um, no sausages for me, no sausages, as the Sex Pistols once said. 
Uh, it was. Uh, they do a lot of stuff where they uh, they show um, footage, old NASA footage and stuff like that, yeah. and also. Um, and also, my favourites of all, the cosmonauts, the old Russian space race. Mm. Oh, God, I love a cosmonaut. You do, don't you? Oh, I'll say. My well, son... You stayed up to watch the moon landings with Shep, wasn't it? Just oh. you and no, Shep? No, it, it was Cal, my whippet. Oh, I'm that sorry. Before, before Shep's time. <laughs> oh, sorry. I slept through it and he, he stayed awake. <laughs> wasted, wasted on him, of course. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, so uh, my son, as some of you may know, is named after Boz Aldrin. I couldn't really name him after a cosmonaut. No. I mean, Yuri Gagarin would be the obvious one, but my actual Frank Skinner is my stage name. My actual real family name is Nation. Mm-hmm. Yuri Nation. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. worked. No. <laughs> good, good to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided against that. But I met um, Jay Wilgoose, Esquire, as the main man behind public service broadcasting. Is it really? Very friendly. Extraordinary names. Lots of around. Some handle he's got. <laughs> Is that his real name, then? Very friendly. Yuri Wildergoose. No, no Jay Wildergoose. <laughs> it's quite Yuri Wildergoose. <laughs> so what you've done is an amalgamation of everything we've said in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> like a mashup for anybody that's joining late. <laughs> no, he's a very nice chap indeed. And apparently there's, there's going to be a cosmonaut exhibition at the Science Museum in London. And he knew about that, did he? He's, he's he did. Uh, he may. I don't know if he knew, but I found out about it. I'm very excited about that. That'll be another outing for you. You're full of them. We could all go, couldn't we, after a show? I don't know if I've ever been to the Science Museum. It's not my... Once I hear the word science, Mm. I reach for my revolver. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) I mean, there's a... No, it's trendy now because of the Brian Cox and everything, isn't it? I know. Not in our house. But uh, but I am... (laughs) But the cosmonauts is, is different. And I, um... I mean, there's equipment at Absolute surely should be in the science museum (laughs) (laughs) most of the studio there's some very old-fashioned equipment in the studio and occasionally i get emily to take a a photo of my hand just coming in like in thunderbirds when you get the false hand walking into reaching into the 60s uh dashboards or whatever they call them in thunderbirds oh god we we make our own entertainment (laughs) if only we shared it absolute absolute Absolute. radio frank skinner on absolute radio got a couple of emails if you're interested. I'm always interested in Go hearing on. from uh, the people. Uh, one of them's entitled Fences! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Okay. I never thought I would be interested enough to research into a fence <laughs> around a monument, but procrastination is an amazing force. <laughs> I, I feel that. Uh, apparently the fence was erected around the monument after the completion of major restorative work in the 1990s. 1990s? New lads! See? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably weed all over it, <laughs> <laughs> and then talked about Michael Caine and went home. <laughs> no, um, I was getting that, Joe Guest to do a photo shoot. That picture of Ginsburg there is sixties, I would say. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, I was right. I didn't imagine. Yeah. Um, Eight, twelve, fifteen is the text number for any fences that you've noticed <laughs> going up around monuments since the nineties. Any need, fences? Let's have any interesting fence-based. Yeah, right. yeah. Don't say anything, or they might take offence. Um, very oh, good. Uh, another one entitled <laughs> headphones. You were having some problems with your cans, as we say in the oh, trade. Oh yeah, earlier my on, cans. Uh, a few years ago, our son's head Xbox headphones broke, and he fixed them by wrapping two giant elastic bands around his head. It looked really painful, but he said it was fine while playing 
Figs? Is that a game? I don't know. Presumably. Although we knew whenever he played Xbox as he came into the living room with two red rubber band scars across his forehead. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, isn't it? That's like in that... I've got quite a big head, and if I, if I wear a hat... Like yeah. I, you I, do get really bad hat yeah, head. I mean, I don't really think uh, British people should wear baseball caps, but I, know, I know they're popular. Well, mm. remember when I went... I was at the airport trying to buy one, oh, and I yeah. was told they're not baseball I caps. I always assume... What are they called? Snapbacks. Snapbacks. But don't you think it's just... Uh, it's just you... It's a way of saying I take drugs if you wear a baseball cap. <laughs> no. Oh. Really? <laughs> I think... Anyway... I think it could be a way of saying the sun gets in my eyes. <laughs> oh, you make yes. a <laughs> series of extraordinary assumptions. Well, I'd say <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be right... <laughs> I'd say 97 times out of 100 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, I get that red line around the head that looks... Mm. It's a bit... It's a bit like I've had a big operation. <laughs> Not a good look. A bit Frankenstein. Mm. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This, however, is Frank Skinner with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Many of you have. I'm hoping many of you still will. Mm-hmm. Some lovely uh, messages. Still will is the new Tarantino movie. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, it's, it's about impotence. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Very good. It's Emily Dean's birthday today. Oh, we do that thing they do on the radio when they go, "Yay!" Yay. Like on Steve Wright. Yay. Steve Wright in the afternoon. Woo. Do you know? I'd look slightly off mic. Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but when I d- when I've done Steve Wright in the mm. afternoon. When, all right, you've met them all. No, no, but when they all. say, oh, we've got Frank Skinner, but I join in as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> there isn't really that many people in the studio, well, so yeah. I think, well, I need to... When they sung Happy Birthday to me in style... Uh-oh. But, but, can I just say, my ladies really looked after me. Should I, I must tell you, Emily Dean, in case you don't know, um, is the... Deputy editor. Deputy yeah. editor yeah. of in, sta- in Style Fashion Fashion. Magazine. I got some lovely gifts. I uh, got some lovely gifts this morning, but anyway. Uh, they sung Happy Birthday to me, and I joined in. And I said, happy birthday, dear Emily, really affectionately. That's lovely. Everyone thought it was rather strange. No, that's true. No one ever joins in. I do. Emily Dean does. Of course I do. <laughs> My did, did you do the straight melody line or did you do a little <laughs> harmony that tickle in the white What is it, uh, Robbie Williams' nightclub vibrato, Frank? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You could have just given them that, the bass. Mm. Mm. Anyway, thank you. We have cake. Yes, we do good. have cake. I bet they didn't have cake at InStyle magazine. Would you think not? Oh, cake is the uh, it's it the, is the devil. No, I was allowed one smint. <laughs> <laughs> you all <laughs> gathered around <laughs> a smint with a candle <laughs> in it. Candles on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of forgotten smints. You've forgotten smints. Oh, come ra- just... come round my office at lunchtime sometime. <laughs> it's a happy word to say, isn't it? Smint. I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Are we, are we parking that now? Are we done? Yeah. yeah. Let's not bring up parking again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a thing that I thought I'd never say on this show. We um, we haven't talked about the budget yet. Have <laughs> 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 we? haven't talked about... You know the budget? You know this week's budget? Yes, yes. I know. There was a budget. Um, when uh, George Osborne announced there was going to be a change to the national living wage, actually he announced the national living wage, mm. it's a change to the minimum wage, in, mm. all, in all but name, mm. and Ian sorry, Duncan Smith oh, I'm sorry punched to the air. George Osborne, can you just t- bookmark that, because yeah. what's happened to his hair? Beppe, oh, yeah, Beppe DeMarco, <laughs> let's return to that. He's gone for the Roman yeah. crop thing, he's gone Beppe he? DeMarco. Yeah. He actually has done that. 
He's done because mm. he used to just comb it back, didn't he? He's gone full Caesar. Yeah. He's thought, yes, he has gone Julius Caesar. That when mm. you fill in the corners, yeah, <laughs> he, he br- the whole thing's been brushed forward. It's like he, he's um, he's just put a jumper on. Yes, he does look like you know he's that just when the whole hair's forward, like a really tight jump, tight so neck jumper. There's always the suspicion that it might spring back if you're looking. It's a bit at uh, George Michael, two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. It's a bit when Cliff Richard, I think he thought maybe he was losing when he used to come at Quiff, and then he went for a Beatle cop. Mm-hmm. Can I just say this news just in? Gail Porter started following us. The lads <laughs> reunion, new lads is That's on. It, I like it is. I like Gail Porter as well. I do as well. Yeah. Um, Filthy creep. No, I just think it was one of the um, moments, wasn't it, of, of the whole new lad thing, was when Gail Porter was projected on yes. the Houses of Parliament, mm-hmm. bare-bottomed. Yes. Look but good. I don't... Yeah, she's very lovely. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, George Osborne and the oh, terrible yes. hair. No, I tell you what, the way they... <laughs> the way he's combed the corners in... <laughs> Uh-huh. It looks like you know on a wind. Sorry, do you like that our discussion of the budget is about his head? <laughs> no, but it's interesting. We're going to get into can't... the heavy fiscal stuff in a moment. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm absolutely sure. It looks like you know when when you get a dirty windscreen and the wipers have cleaned and there's still those bits <laughs> in the corners. <laughs> it's like it looks like there's, there's fingers coming out of his hair, <laughs> desperately holding onto his head lest it should fall off. <laughs> That's what it is. It's somebody <laughs> slipping off a uh, space hopper. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's financial news. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do a bit of politics now. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. <laughs> you know, Emily Dean has a flair for melodrama and normally... <laughs> Normally there's a radio convention where you discuss, like, uh, towards the end of the song you would say 15 seconds and then we'll be back on air. Yeah. Today, we, you overran it a little bit and you went eight seconds and she went, Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> As if this is... This oh, is I'm just rehearsing my Lady Bracknell <laughs> forthcoming appearance. <laughs> okay. Anyway, George Osborne announced the uh, national living wage and... Mm. Um, Real name Gideon, of course. Let's not yes. overlook that. Who, George Osborne? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm calling him Beppe DeMarco. He's Michael Greco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Ian Duncan Smith, old IDS, fist punch. <laughs> he, he, he punched the air. He did a sort of get in. Well, he said fantastic. No, then he, he said get in afterwards. Oh, I've oh, watched it so many did times. He? Did he? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, eggy. It's a moment that I think it can be described as eggy, you know, just a bit like... <laughs> he you. can be described as eggy. Also, he really can. It's, it's worrying <laughs> that he was so surprised. What is he, working pensions? Yeah. He, he, he looked shocked. Yeah, how does it work? Does he say stuff to George Osborne like, oh, we could do this, um, yeah, or we could do this? Does no one tell him? Yeah, like, he walks off and then George is like, oh, big day for you tomorrow. Yeah. Wait till you hear that. Fantastic! <laughs> So he doesn't yeah. know. That's amazing. Fantastic yeah. didn't go with the fist punch, though, did it? The word fantastic, because that's a bit middle-class dad getting a parking space for the Volvo. Fantastic! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm starting to think that the punch was a bit that as well, now. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, uh, it's no longer that uh, something I associate with sportsmen. It mm-hmm. is a bit... It's, it's, I'm afraid it's the people who say yay, do <laughs> it? Yay. And I, I'm very anti-yay. I used so, to like hooray. So you don't say yay, and I say ah. Oh. I don't say yay. Yay is the new what's up. 
Is it? As far as I'm concerned. I'm Yay! I've been trying to bring what's up back four <laughs> years you've up. I you've given up. You haven't show. said it for ages. He, he says it all the time. I'm going to try and bring back lip-smacking, thirst-quenching. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to bring back the challenge in yeah. supermarkets? What should we bring back? Crazy frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I think absolutely ready for that. Yeah. Why not? Mm. I think it's a bit of a crazy frog station, if you know what I mean. That IDS, he's received some Caroline flack for this, Mm -hmm. hasn't he? Yes. People have said, he had to actually apologise. Well, he sort of did a joking apology. Did you see him? He said, the next time he was in the House of Commons, he said, I am sorry, Mr Speaker, I must be more statesmanlike. Well, that sounds mm-hmm. like he thinks he's got an eye on the top job. He can keep dreaming. Yeah, he had the top job. <laughs> he had the top job. He did. And, uh, not, not kidding. And it, it didn't work out. Yeah, more statesman like he, he can really loosen his tie and go crazy. He could, he could have done a cartwheel when George mm. Osborne announced it. Wouldn't that have been good if he'd just done one of those backflips like Narnie after? It would have been good if it had gone wrong. <laughs> 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 then it could have potentially been the best thing that has ever happened in the House of Commons. Um. Frank, what about when you did the fist punch when you swam a length? Oh, oh yes, yeah. I did. Oh. And I came to watch you. It was so cute. That's true, I um, did. But the fist punch no, but you then know what yes, was in its infancy. And also, was it, it was a year a and a half context, ago? Wasn't it? It was a you know what you context. did, which was so cute, Al? He did a fist punch, but he, he smacked the water. Yes. <laughs> and the water went everywhere. Brilliant. Yeah, I smacked the water and then it went... <laughs> 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 slightly, slightly spiled it. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, Frank, we're talking about IDS's fist punch. Apologies if you weren't with us earlier. That might sound a bit strange, but mm-hmm. did, uh, do you... By do the way, that's IDS, not IBS. Yes, I said IDS. No, no OK, I, just, I don't think it's the irritable bowel syndrome. Fist <laughs> punch might think it's some oh, sort of miracle cure. Mm. <laughs> do you, other than that moment I saw after you swam a length, mm. when you water punched... Uh, do are you a fan of the fist punch? I fist punch in private, right? But um, you know, if something really exciting happens, like when um, when it was revealed, I'd managed to stay away from the spoilers that that John Hurt was on Doctor Who, and when he there's it, a bit where he turns around at the end of an episode and it says uh, presenting John Hurt as the Doctor, and mm. I was in on my own, and I stood up. And in did, on your own, not like most Doctor Who fans then. No, and I did a, I did a. Um, Stereotyping. I did a uh, <laughs> double fist punch and um, and a, and a or what I believe the newspapers call a string of expletives. <laughs> We're not just... suitable for a family newspaper. No, exactly. When you say double fist punch, can I ask? Do you mean like this? Bent arms. That, that, that doesn't the body. help on radio. Like, does yeah. it? like this. No, like, <laughs> I did describe it as well. Bent the, arms in front of the body. Yes, yeah, so they're sort of a chin level. The, the <clears> fists. Yes. You both look very elderly when you did that. Thank you. Right, yes, yeah, so I look like I'm trying to. Hold on to a, a boss seat. <laughs> a lot of angry pensioners, both of you. It's funny you should mention that because I've been um, I've been trying to avoid the fist punch, and I have been trying to implement into my life and my physicality the double <laughs> arms out thrust above the head. Like, oh, old fashioned for the radio oh. listener, um, making the body into a sort of a Y shape. Yes, um, because well, that's all your Brit pop stuff, isn't it's it? Very hard to do that and Which not of feel self confident. It is. I mean, y- even y- now it as is I'm doing y- it. It's the Y from YMCA. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it with fists. It's just I've it's heard just that. Um, <laughs> but it's great. It's really good. Like have a go at it. This weather as well. Let the, let the air get Boom. to the armpit. Mm. Yeah, I've deal dried. I've got some old spice. I might try on that one. Have a go. Because I tell you what, I don't like 
now. Uh, and I might get shouted down for this, but I don't like ladies doing the fist punch. I'm sorry. Oh. I find it a do little... Do they do it? It's a little laddette, isn't it? Do ladies do it? Do they it? do it? Yes, they drive as well, Frank. <laughs> but I find it a little laddette Yes, well... Do you well, know what I mean? Are you hearing me? Keep the laddette stuff till, uh... Oh, for the reunion? I've heard yeah. that some of them are smoking. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. mean, what on earth... Tattoos. Right, where tattoos. are we going to do the new lads reunion? Will ladies be allowed? <laughs> of course. Okay. Liz Hurley in a basque. Zoe <laughs> <Is that my> Ball. <laughs> Sarah Cox. They're mm -hmm. all there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, a, right there's, there's a few uh, okay. that can come. Mm. Uh, see, there you are again. You're, there's more to it. I tell you what I'm going to adopt now. This is my, yeah. When I celebrate anything now in future, be it personal or public, I'm going to go for the set blatter getting the presidency. You know, the <laughs> clenched fists above the head. In oh, yeah. <laughs> the old-fashioned clenched yeah, fists good. above the head. When I saw I that, that, I'd forgotten it yeah. existed. And I was, I was just so happy to see. Mm. What was like... When, when um, Emily came in today, I said, many happy returns of the day. And then I thought, does anyone say that anymore? Yeah. You? Yeah. Just me. <laughs> just you on this. Just me, then. <laughs> <laughs> I this is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio mm. Frank, someone's Very texted good. us I was watching Man in a Suit last night It was mm. on last night I know you don't like to talk about your other work on the radio no. but I watched it as well oh. It was marvellous mm. And I knew you didn't drink but didn't realise the length of your sobriety Yes Love that to need to ticker him follow up Yeah um, <laughs> I started drinking around 86, and I feel I may have picked the baton from you. Yes, what a lovely thought. <laughs> what, Is it? What do you miss most about the demon drink? I couldn't cope without a cold beer on a hot day like it was yesterday, and that's oh, no, from Dave and Leeds. We're not talking about thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are genuinely interested, Frank. I miss the white heat mm. of unconcerned joy, is what I miss. Right. All right. Next question. Good <laughs> um, use of all right. Two one three. I did a double fist punch <laughs> to accompany that. Two one three has texted Frank's best and most public fist pump was in the Three Lions video. Tremendous. So yes. There you go. You have got a history of. Uh, fist I know, pumping. but like I say then you could do it sort of unironically. But uh -huh. now Ian Duncan Smith's doing it. It's and definitely it, overused, isn't it? Yeah, people. Lots of people at Wimbledon are doing it. Mm -hmm. I um, mean, come on. Hey. <laughs> Well, it was like when uh, Edwina Curry said going large. Oh, did yeah. she? As I said, that was, that's the end of days, and that happens, mm -hmm. isn't no, it? No, I think she was talking about... She was selecting clothing at the time. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell you what I do miss. I miss the uh, rabbit ears in photographs. Oh. You know, the fingers behind oh, the head. Oh, nice. No, it came back briefly. I think Toy Story brought it back briefly. Well, I've noticed what the younger gen do, Yakara Delamines, etc. Yeah. They do the Ringo Starr, Peace and Love, Peace and Love. Oh, yeah, sign. but that, that's it, yeah. That's that, the new selfie generation. They do that all the time, Yeah, don't but they? it's not like the rabbit ears. She likes a, a funny face. That's what she likes. Oh, well, God. You know what that is? Carl I'm so Delamine. beautiful, I can pull any face. Yes. It's the equivalent of no makeup. Yeah, that's cool. Respect to her for that. She's taken full advantage of her equipment. I'll um, <laughs> I'll tell you something that you don't see a lot of that I saw you do last week, just one week ago. The um, <coughs> click click slap. Oh yeah. How oh, he does it? He does it on his show and everything. Don't get many of them knocking about. Lovely. 
I found you. William Telalvachu. Slight, like one percent attractive. I found you when you did that. Thanks very much. One percent more or one percent full stop? <laughs> <laughs> Just one percent. One percent attractive. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm not oh, good with maths, Alan. But wouldn't it be nice if that replaced the, the fist pump? If if like IVF. Well, that'd be a great heard... Beach Boys lyric. Wouldn't it be nice if that replaced the fist pump? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. But a lot of people have said, oh, it's really boring having all the tennis players oh, doing the fist pump towards the ball. If they won the shot and then went... Yeah, oh. they couldn't do it. The trouble is they've got a lot of... They put it, they're sweaty. When you're sweaty, oh, you can't do it. Right. It's going to be... Too... <laughs> yeah. It'll sound like they've just walked out of the shower towards a towel, won't it? No, no, we don't want that. I tell you what I'm right. not a big fan of, the heart. You know, the heart. The human the, heart. Oh. The two fingers oh. with the, the heart. Mo, mo Farah, he the did that, hearts. didn't he? Um, um, thingy Bale, Christian Bale used to do it. Gareth. Gareth Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Bale. he did Christian something Bale. very different. And reactor. No, Gareth Bale, um, he did it. And um, Victoria Pendleton used to do it. Did she? The trouble is, if, if the top fingers yeah. are come down too low... Mm -hmm. Then suddenly they form the left and right ventricle yes. of, the, of the heart, and the whole thing suddenly it's not mm. a symbol anymore. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think, you know, you know what I think? I think too much information. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm one of those people who think that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, I've still got a bit of a tan. Mm-hmm. I wonder where that was from. Oh, it's from my holiday in Lake Como, uh, which you've asked me nothing about <laughs> since my return. Jealous Sorry. much? Sorry, um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because nowadays when you see people with a tan, you can't be absolutely sure they've been away. <laughs> Good point. Done it I can't speak for everyone in this room, but I have been. No, I know you have. <clears throat> How was Lake Como? Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely spectacular. Um, so it's the hometown of George Clooney... Oh, Western I was really ball. hoping you were going to say Pericoma. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney! But George Clooney lives there? Yes. He has a villa overlooking the water. But what I discovered is it's, it's all a bit fight club in Lake Como when it comes to George Clooney. You can't mention his name. Can really? I say I would be a bit surprised if he had a villa there that wasn't overlooking the water? <laughs> George Clooney's saying, no, I couldn't, couldn't actually get one on the front. They're quite hard to get. Yeah. They're quite expensive, actually. Got a little flat up at the yeah. top. Yeah. Do you want a yes. coffee? No, I don't, I don't drink coffee much. Oh, oh. <laughs> but so it, you can't really mention his name. The locals climb up. Oh. And I said, oh, George Clooney's right. And they all look at you. It's, so it got to about the third person we'd asked. The cab driver clammed up, someone else. I eventually asked a woman at the hotel. I said, oh, I think we saw George Clooney's villa. No, you did not see it. <laughs> So wow. I think it was. No, no, that was not his. Wow. Well, then we discovered there's a 600 euro fine for anyone who's caught uh, trespassing on his property. Oh, so you're going to say same George Clooney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking you already are like 1800. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great, wouldn't it, if there was a Clooney... Uh, <laughs> Clooney clause. Clooney clause, yeah. <laughs> so we had a lovely time. It was a very posh hotel. Nice. There was the Greta Garbo suite. She used to stay there. Did she? Yeah. That was a single bed. <laughs> we didn't. Go, we didn't uh, go. That's she's, too expensive she's, she's for the us. woman who said, "I want to be alone." Oh, she did. Yeah, see, I'm just helping. Good. The footnotes yeah. now. The jokes very are coming good. with. It's I come like to this. <laughs> Three thousand pounds a night cost of being alone. That was her suite. Oh, just a minute. <laughs> 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 Not Ow. our suite. Her suite. Really. Ours was significantly cheaper. <laughs> Um, but I noticed something strange Lovely. about men. 
Men. Just me, then. <laughs> no, on the beach, I, I mean, I'm a serious pro when it comes to sunbathing. I was outside those gates waiting mm. for the beach club to open. My boyfriend, not so much, though. He did what all men tend to do, which is they put on shorts and a T-shirt and a baseball cap, and they mm. sit under a parasol reading a novel with a samurai sword on the front. <laughs> OK. Why don't you just right. do that in London, I'm then? all right with what? that apart from the baseball cap, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you go travel all that way and spend a lot of money just to sit in the shade and read a book? Well, I'm not... Um, I know you don't agree with me on this one. I don't... I'm not a fan of the beach holiday, generally. Mm. I don't know what, what... What do you do? What are you supposed to do on the beach? Well, there was only one other man who was... All of them... All of these men were like this. And right. And then there was a woman in bikini. And there was only one man who was actually sunbathing, put his oil on every... I noticed he held his sunbed every morning. You know how he reserved it? With one hairband. Hair elastic. No. Really? Yeah. We well, thought that... Do you think that counts? I'd have thought no. that was just something that had been left... Accidentally yeah. left behind. That's litter, surely. What I like to do is... Um, I put so much um, oil on that I, I lie on it. I leave it in a sort of... Uh, <laughs> with a Turin Shroud type of a marker. <laughs> so you can see where I was the day before. Can I tell you what this man did? Uh, he, he said uh, he was talking to some other guests and he was wandering around parading in his shorts and his trunks and... I just heard him say, yeah, not bad for 65, am I? Wow. <laughs> Women would never say that. Wouldn't, no, they wouldn't. They'd no. say, not bad for 48, <laughs> am I? <laughs> I used to have a very, very system... When I did sunbathe, and mm. I used to be, um, you know, feverish sunbather, mm. um, I had a very... St- I didn't use oil, in fact. I used to do 20 minutes on my back, 20 minutes on my, su- on my front, 20 minutes on each side. <laughs> that was it for the day. And mm. I did that every day. And I, w- I would work up five minutes here, five minutes there. By the end, I'd be on 45 minutes on each. Do you know why that is? That's why? your sausage experience. Uh, it's probably right, yes. Mm. My sausage experience. <laughs> and then there was a time I wore a thong. But more to come. <laughs> Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about the incident at the hotel in Lake Como? Oh, I haven't told you about my thong thing. Oh, so yeah, oh, yeah. I went along oh, all right, Cisco. And I thought, well, obvious thing is a thong, because, you know, that, that's a really good idea. And I, so I... Oh, I so, no, 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 no. That's a really good idea. For sunbathing, because obviously you for get you. more done. Yeah. For you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I know it's a bit strength, fellow, but anyway, <laughs> I never occurred to me there was anything sunbathing. wrong with it. Pardon? I'm, I'm surprised that you're a reformed sunbather. Frank, yes. who was it who said string fellows? It was um, Dennis Rodman, was it? Yes, when leaving the Brig Brother house. Yeah, he said, the string fellas, that's what I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so, you in the I, so I thought this has worked a treat, and I yeah. wore it for a whole holiday, two weeks, 20 minutes, 25 the next day. <laughs> Hold 25 for maybe two, three days, and then go to half an hour. Ex- anyway, <laughs> so I, I played, when I got back, I played uh, football with a bunch of people I know, got in the dressing room, the whole place absolutely <laughs> cracked up with laughter. And I thought, what's that? <laughs> and it was because they could see my white thong thing. And oh, I, your thong marks? That was when I first realised it was a man wearing a thong is a ridiculous um, What do you mean you first realised? Why didn't you know that from birth? I don't know why I didn't know it. I thought the thong song made it all OK. Well, well I wouldldn't do that. I kept... I do you remember the thong song? Piece. Yeah, I've just mentioned... I referenced Cisco earlier. No oh, one picked up on it. Oh. Sorry, I thought that was Chris Eubank. <laughs> just repeating himself. What about the sweets at the hotel? There sweets. was an armoire. Hang on, are you spelling that sweets, S-W-E-E-T-S? Yeah, 
S-W-E-T-S. Oh, okay. Actual okay. sweets. There was a, I thought you meant an antique armoire filled with... I'm going sort of those fizzy strawberries, you know, like the little hearts, lots oh, of nice. little coffee sweets, fruit jellies, marshmallows in mm. these big glass jars. Mm. I like their food, the Italians, but they're very thin. Anyway. How do they do that? The um, Fashion. Mediterranean food. It's, mm. it's nearer to real food than us. Yeah, but if they're topping it up with bonbons... <laughs> well, I think maybe that's just for us, the oh, visitor. But you I know see. what was interesting? We, we could love this. We'd take big handfuls every day. On the way oh, back yeah. from sunbathing, we enjoyed our little sugar fix. Yeah. Mm. Until a woman came over to us and she said, you're so nice, the sweets for the children. <laughs> oh, really? She said it repeatedly to us. She said, oh, the dear. children, yes, it's so nice. We have to make sure we have enough for the children. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> How embarrassing. It could have been oh, worse. You could have laid the old 13 types of urine on you. You used to say about the peanuts. <laughs> yes. <in there. laughs> oh, shut up about it. I'm eating. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. It's Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215 about anything, really. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, we, we've, uh, we've very briefly mentioned Wimbledon a couple of times with the fist punch thing today. Yes. Um, I, I'm particularly enjoying the sports commentary this year. Uh, have you seen any of Andy Roddick being interviewed about it? He's no. Great. I love him. He's my new crush. He's great. He's really funny. He's, he's Can you remind a, me who he is? He used to be a tennis player until oh, very yes. recently. Where is he from? America. He's an American chap. Okay. He's we, an American. we have a lot of Americans on our commentary team, don't we? Yeah. But let's not get All right, 1953 attitudes. Uh, however, okay. my favourite bit of sports comment, they've been talking about the Royal Box and who's been in there quite a lot and it's been as well. <laughs> We're celebs. Very celeb Catherine heavy. Jenkins, slightly, Bill Beaumont. Slightly weird bookings, yeah. I, I mean, like, weird bookings. I actually think Endemol have been booking it as if they were doing Celebrity Big Brother. That's what it feels <laughs> like, just weird comparison. This is my favourite bit of sports commentary this week. Andrew Castle said on the television... Anton de Beck and Graham Lasso <laughs> yakking. <laughs> <laughs> Anton de Beck and Graham Lasso yakking, and there was just pictures of them really animatedly it talking. Like venom in that. <laughs> oh God! Castle was... wants a seat. Castle wants Great. a seat. Yeah, in the he box. does. That is good. Oh wow, that's good. That's a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what could those two be talking about? Having a triple barrel name, I guess. I Anton hope that's now on your Sky Plus, never to be deleted. I wish I'd recorded yeah. that. That would be, be great. Um, my my favourite piece of sports commentary ever. Mm. And this probably shouldn't be, but it is. Um, Alan Minter. Do you remember him, British boxer? Yes, I do. Not Sminter. He wasn't no. a Sminter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, he had some muscle on him. Uh, Adam Min uh, Alan Minter for uh, Marvin Hagler, I think it was. In, in, and, and at the end oh, of it, um, there was a bit of a riot. <laughs> and it, Harry Carpenter was commentating on the BBC. And he said, oh, and I've never seen scenes like this before in British boxing. There, there, is, there are people that are, oh, and I've been hit on the head by a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, it's, I know that's not good, but it was the, oh! It was, it was like Oliver Hardy, you know. Yeah, just Whoa. <laughs> oh, God bless him. Um, there have been some... Oh, I like Boris Becker, actually, once. Did a brilliant one. 
when uh, he was getting... It must have been pre his Andy Murray involvement, because I think he's got other fish to fry now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's in... Was it Djokovic? Djokovic. Sorry, he works for Djokovic. He's in Djokovic. Oh, okay. But he once said it was so sinister, it must have been the final set, and he just went, all right, let's do this. Arnie, yeah, wow. But there were some strange fashion choices in the Royal Box. There was Judy Murray... Ma Murray, mm-hmm. she wore a goddamn biker jacket, Frank. And the box. I liked her for that. <laughs> Good for her. Wow. Goddamn biker. I maybe miss she, that. Maybe she rode there on like a Triumph Bonneville or something. Good for her. Good Just for come her. from the uh, Quadrophenia concert. <laughs> she's, she's, a, she's a member of the Henley Hells Angels chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I think, generally speaking, the people in the Royal Box, the posher they are, the more layers they wear. Some of the really posh people go, and they seem to cope perfectly well in like a waistcoat and a jacket. And, and then you get your slightly. Bear in mind they grew up in the Raj when it, it used to be well, high, high tiffing with the old red <laughs> tunic buttoned up to the neck. Uh-huh. And did you see that there was a thing where they announced the tube strike and Prince William made a little joke like, oh, better run off because I'm going to be late. I don't think you should have done that. I don't think you should have done that. Why? I'm laughing at other people because they have to get the tube. I know I do that. That's exactly how I took it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you do do that. But I thought, you don't have to run for the tube. You go go everywhere in a limo or... You shouldn't do that, Oh, but it's all right to do that. No, it's all right for you to do it because you're a man of the people. Let's face it. I was in a car during the, the tube strike... It was a nightmare. So it wouldn't, right. it wouldn't have been any fun for poor old Prince William. I dare say he gets the you know, outriders, doesn't he? All right, I want an MBE. <laughs> I don't want an. I've turned it down what three times. You haven't. Have you? No. Full oh. <laughs> eyes today. <laughs> I, mean, I like. What about when Bex caught the ball? You know oh. what? If I was offered an MBE, I would have to say yes, just so we could talk about it on here. Wouldn't I? <clears> yeah, it's all. <laughs> well, you'd have to. We haven't discussed Elena Stasi's jacket. Oh, that... Chiquito. Oh, yeah, he's Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> Gaddafi? He did, he look like Colonel Gaddafi. It's a bit like you always call it, Frank, a bit Quality Street soldier. <laughs> it was very... What? Did he have, like, gold brocade all over it? What was he wearing? It did look good. That was very odd, unless someone... He's eccentric, though. He's chief of schoolboys <laughs> above with that to party string. <laughs> <laughs> managed to get him. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So the Royal Box is sort of open to all these days, Well, really. Catherine Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. New readers might not know that it is my theory <laughs> that Catherine Jenkins is Lucifer's representative <laughs> on Earth. Do you still think that? Yeah, based on quite a lot of evidence, I can't repeat that now, but more or less cast iron mm-hmm. evidence. It's not really cast iron. And I watched her walk and I thought, God, how does she walk on those hooves? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have been uh, great if, if, if Cliff had been there this year, like that. You know that year when it rained? If there have been Cliff and Catherine Jenkins in the yeah. same. firing thunderbolts at each other. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> She's just a devil woman! <laughs> <laughs> I love you, my friend! I love you! Um, yes, but uh, he, he didn't show, but it was. Uh, he didn't show. Didn't show, apparently. Was <laughs> that some else on? That was a that was a good uh, that was a good piece of. Um, I once watched. I'm moving on. I once watched um, a cricket yeah. match. Um, oh, and congratulations! Jim the late great Jim Laker was commentating, oh. as in uh, Morning Beaten, Morning oh, yeah, Richie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, a dog got on the pitch. 
He's mm. been thinking football dog on the pitch mm. quite. He don't, I don't, he couldn't it's get the school playground thing. Yes. Uh, but not that often on a cricket pitch. But anyway, a dog came on. It was a lovely sunny day and it came on. And they chased it a bit and then no one could catch it. And it, it just lay down. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just lying there in the sun on the pitch. And uh, not on the actual strip, but on the further. And Jim Laker said, uh, dog's still out there. Lying at a sort of a deepish mid-off. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> professionalism, all times. What I remember most distinctly um, about um, the tennis is yeah. they used to be a lot posher, the commentators. Well, Dan Maskell, wasn't it? Oh, I say. Yeah, Dan Maskell uh, once said, oh, what a marvellous <laughs> cross-court volley by Mrs King. Oh. It was all that sort of yeah. stuff. Mrs King. Oh. Excellent. Well, um, yes, he did call her Mrs King, yeah. I think. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, times have changed. I also liked as it wasn't necessarily commentary, but it was uh, a sports feel, if you like, which was when uh, our friend of the show, Adrian Childs, was presenting. I think there was an electrical storm oh, or something yes. in Florida. <laughs> yes. One of my favourite pieces of that television ever. Good. And poor Adrian had to fill for about. It was one of those just two hours to fill. <laughs> Him, Ian Wright. Uh, Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. I remember it was Glenn Hoddle because there's a moment Glenn <laughs> yes, Hoddle was holding, he held an imaginary <laughs> microphone and spoke into that. <laughs> Why did he do that? Like people do when they're in the mirror being Elvis. He did that yeah. but as, a, as an interview. Well, it's because Ian had gone dr- mad drunk with power in a brilliant way. Uh-huh. I love Ian. What about Raymond? Was it Raymond Brooks Ward who used to do the horse jumping? Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't he, know. he was very posh as well. Mm. Come on, Harvey! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that quite a bit. Where have all the posh people gone? They're at Wimbledon, that's it, isn't that's it? That's true, yeah. yeah. I think we've finally got them gathered together. It'd be like when the dinosaurs <laughs> got killed by that meteor. <laughs> we could finish the whole of posh, posh land off Ian, in one. Ian Angle has suggested when Judy Murray gets animated, how come no one's called her Punching Judy? Um. That's a very good point. Angle's back. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. What about that minister? We haven't discussed him this morning. I've had a lot to get through. That minister, Ian Duncan Smith? No, he's a sports minister for Jersey, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Culture, Media and Sports, I believe, is the That's funny title, name. Steve Pallett. Um, Steve Pallett. Yeah. Mm. And they call him... They call him Steve Pallett, and then they call him Constable Pallett. Also, with a name like that, really should be a football manager. What? <laughs> Steve, Steve Pallet. Such a football manager's name. But Constable pa- I'm I'm thinking that maybe in Jersey, if you're a minister, instead of being called a minister, you're called a constable, because he's oh, referred right. to as Constable Pallet. Unless they've just took two names at random out of an art book. Yes. What, they have a minister for sports <laughs> that's, in that's Jersey. That's easy for you to say. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't strike me as a particularly sporting nation. What Jersey? No. Yeah. What about Graham Lassell? Yeah, Yakin. Oh yeah, that's true. Brains. And Anton Dubeck. Was he from Yakin? Was he from Jersey? Was he Guernsey? Oh, you know. But, uh, anyway, let's face it. He was yeah. due to go away on official government business. Mm-hmm. I the, said the, 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 uh, the constable, Constable Pallet. Yeah. It was the Dance World Cup. The yes. official handover in Bucharest. Uh, I believe the. Um, did you know there was a dance world cup? No. If I'd have known, I think I'd have entered. Mm-hmm. My first thought when I thought there was a dance, I thought, well, what is, what's the opening ceremony? Is it people <laughs> playing football? 
I not heard of the dance world cop? Yeah. Surely that would have been that must I'd be love on to satellite go. telly. Well, we'd love to go. Yeah. Is there a women's dance world cop? Oh, new lad. Oh, I'll your mate um, Anton <laughs> Dubeck. He'll know. Yeah, He'll yeah. be there. He'll yakking. Be there. <laughs> yakking. <laughs> yakking. Lev Yakin. Sorry, it's a Russian well, goalkeeper. It's in Romania. <laughs> Which makes sense to me because a lot of the Strictly contestants, I think they're bit, they're good on dance over there. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Mm. Anyway, by mistake, he didn't go to Bucharest in Romania. Where did he go, Al? Uh, Budapest. Mm. Oh, good pronunciation. Budapest in Hungary. In Hungary, they, have, yeah. they are pretty similar, though. Hungary. Bucharest and Budapest. Hungary's our favourite yeah. country at Instar. <laughs> We're lucky he didn't go to a live performance of Booker T and the MGs. <laughs> No, but they are. I get them mixed up. I got to be honest. The only way I remember it is uh, West Bromwich Albion played um, Dinamo Bucharest. Oh, in or back in the early seventies, maybe even late sixties. And um, Radio Throstle, which is the uh, you know the 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 bit that plays the music at, at the Albion. They hadn't got the Bucharest national anthem, the Romanian national anthem. So um, the guys all stood there. They all put their hands on their hearts the way East European footballers used to do for national anthems. And Radio Throstle played um, Midnight in Moscow by Kenny Ball and his Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) And these guys are just standing there with their hands on their hearts looking confused. So that's why I remember Bucharest, Romania. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So this Steve Pallet thing said a thing that I also think is overused in the public domain at the moment. When he flew to um, Budapest instead mm. of Bucharest, he said, "Oh, it was a." School- did he say, "Oh"? He said it was a schoolboy <laughs> error. Schoolboy error. And you think, well, not really. And then I thought, it's not really a schoolboy. How many schoolboys go to Budapest? I mean, yeah. none of them are even... Well, they might get them mixed up in an essay, but they tend not to yeah, fly there. Yeah, exactly. He flew there, but then it turned out that he meant that on the, um, you know, the visa control thing, he called the woman mum, so that was what he meant. <laughs> he uh, accidentally <laughs> called a person in authority mum. That's so easily... <laughs> did you ever do that? Oh, yeah. how embarrassing was that? Yeah, I did it as well. <laughs> what about when I did it to you once on this show? Um, but you called me mum. Why did it cost... A thousand pounds. It said he'd wasted over a thousand pounds in flights. I'm sorry. A thousand pounds? I loved it. What was he getting on John Travolta's plane? (laughs) A thousand pounds? Costs about 120 on EasyJet, doesn't it? No, but he probably went, you know, he's a minister. He's a constable. Constable? (laughs) He went, um, (laughs) he probably went first class, didn't he? Well, you don't, well, they say first class. It's not first class. They just give you a seat in between you. Well, there's a curtain. They draw the curtain. There's a curtain. Yeah, well, I don't know when he got the thousand pounds. Perhaps he booked a hotel there. Mm. Yeah. That was suggesting it other things. Booked a hotel there. Nothing <laughs> 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 else. Imagine, you have to imagine dot, dot, dot. Miscellaneous yeah. costs up to a thousand pounds. Yeah, probably booked yeah. a car. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go to email corner or do we oh, have... Oh, yeah, uh, we haven't been there for a oh, while. Oh, I, I don't know if I can find the way. Well, I'm I'll just, tell you, just... are you going to go straight there? Because I'd well, like no, to no. say there's something we haven't done this morning. Which we'll is pay our respects to Tontin Omar Sharif. Tontin Omar Sharif. Because I've had a number of texts this week, lovely texts, just paying their respects. It's a Tontin tragedy. Uh, R.I.P. Say... Tontin Omar Sharif. 
Thompson and the Sharif has only gone and passed on. If you don't know the show, you'll you wonder what this is about. Um, mm. I was speaking about a man in the black country many years ago who um, was a, a big mate of my mate's Jeff's, and he used, he decided he was going to get rid of swearing. So he replaced them with the words taunting and fratting, was two words he made up instead. <laughs> and someone was talking about a bloke being ugly at work, and he mm. said, well, you ain't no taunting homo sheriff yourself. Mm. Um, referring to homo sheriff, and, yes. and then poor old uh, uh, homo sheriff has passed on to the, yes. to the great backgammon game in the sky. Yeah. But we remember him, um, mainly for that reason, but nevertheless, <laughs> there you go. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Are we in the corner? We're going in the corner. No one puts me in the corner. Good God. Um, we have an email here that is, uh... Well, it's about you. It's about me, so... So shall I read it? <clears throat> yeah, perhaps you should. If that was me, I would have read it about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, it's about Alan. <clears throat> um, this is from Leicester. L-E-S-T-E-R. Oh, not from Leicester. As in Mark Leicester, not okay. as in Leicester... Carolinica Leicester. Yeah. Alan mm. is almost entirely wrong about average speed cameras. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They, do you want to read that? That sounds like the end of the... Um, Email corner. Yeah. <laughs> now anyway. to the next email. Yeah, what was your theory about? Well, I... Sit back. I, when I did my speed did awareness course... I gathered course, by the fireside. Oh, yeah, your speed awareness course. I did my I speed remember. awareness course and... Uh, Just call Frank. Hash, were, hashtag Mr. Loophole. Put you were, on that. No, no, it was fine, it was fine. It's, it's all legit. But they... they. I think I was... I think I am wrong. Let's let the man... Let's hear the man out, because I think he's got a point. Mm -hmm. Lester. Okay. L-E-S-T. They do not and never have acted as individual speed cameras. They only measure your time between pairs of cameras and then calculate your speed. Mm. Where it goes wrong for people is there is no indication of which cameras are paired, so in big runs of cameras, you can go slowly between, say, the first four cameras and then speed up through cameras five and six and get done for a high average between five and six, despite your average being below the limit for the whole run of cameras. Yeah. I, I do understand. Mm. And that was what wasn't explained to me properly on the speed awareness course. You did a speed <laughs> awareness course. <laughs> a course in it. You did, you did a course in it and they didn't, even, they didn't tell you that. What no, no, I think I they mean, probably did they... tell me that, but that's not how I took it. I took it that, oh, they all sort of function What sort of comedians were running this course? Were you I'll just looking you out the window at, at all the no, kids? No, Playing in the playground. I might have been doodling a bit. I was probably, oh, but I, I no. appreciate Lester on several levels because I think um, I think that's good information for us to broadcast. I think you know there's a certain amount of a civic duty that yes. we're broadcasting that, and also it's nice to know that I am not the most boring person um, on earth. I'm not saying that Lester <laughs> is, but he's definitely. I mean, I actually, like no, I've, I, I actually found that a very interesting. I love Lester. Yeah. I won't have a good, word said against good him. Good info, but actually, he's he's. How rarely you hear people say I like Lester on uh, <laughs> on national radio. But do you I, know what? When he says Alan is almost entirely wrong about average speed cameras, when I first joined this show, we did a, a little feature about what do you not believe in, and I was entirely wrong then because I said I don't believe in average speed cameras. That I thought that they were like the TV licensed detector vans. <laughs> oh yeah, three blokes playing 
Jane can't. Oh, yes. Yeah, just total. I, can I say I like that I you did the course as well? I respect you for that because I you? didn't do my cycling proficiency test because my mother rung up and said, "Sorry, darling, she's filming on that date." Oh. <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely uh, happened. Well, I, I, can I say thank you, Lester? And I'm not. I don't think um, he's a tall boy. What you're suggesting is that Lester's square. So I was in Yog. Yog. Hmm. Do you know Yog? It's a sort of frozen yogurt. Oh, oh yes, shop. I know Yog. I thought it was, I was a place. I was in. I was That's in George Yog. Michael's nickname. Are you the uh, minister for culture, yeah, that's right, Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting in Yog on my own, and uh, it's on Charlotte Street, which is quite a busy street in mm-hmm. London. And I suddenly I heard. <laughs> Did you think it was me? <laughs> well, I assumed Alan Carr had been run over. <laughs> um, and then a woman walked past the shop holding a seagull. No. Like, in front of her, like... And, with, really? Like, with her hands outstretched and holding a seagull, and the seagull was going crazy. I'm not surprised if it yeah. was in Yog. Well, no, it wasn't in Yog, it was walking <laughs> past Yog. And I I couldn't quite... But everyone, obviously, stare. <laughs> and would, I just couldn't believe it, and uh, was the woman a bit hair dyed psychic black? No, <laughs> she looked like quite a, you know a normal, attractive woman, and I I thought um, I, don't, I thought maybe she thought, oh god, I'd really love to get to the seaside. <laughs> Who'll know the way? <laughs> <laughs> and she was being led by this because she was holding the hands out in front. I don't know if she was trying to avoid. Like she was um, divining or something. Yeah, <laughs> like she, yeah, like she was looking for um, fish. Divining for fish. <laughs> there is a fish and chip shop a couple of streets away from there. Maybe that's where they ended up. I wonder up. the seagull was going crazy. I wonder if they uh, run out of the paint that does the white lines. <laughs> <laughs> They're having to use uh, seagulls. But it was the most... And this is, this is the weird thing about it. Which Look back on this now. I, I, I don't know why I... But there's a, what, two women sitting on an adjoining table. And I said to these... I said, excuse me, but uh, are they always together? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> you think the seagull's her wingman or something? <laughs> Did you think it was a wingman? Yes, oh, I love it. That was her equivalent of Nookie Bear. You <laughs> suggesting <laughs> that, that was how she, you know, because it gets very crowded on Charlotte Street. So you need to get get yourself a bit of a a bit of a gap. Yeah. I know what I'll do. All the screeching <laughs> bird, you know, poo exploding out of it. Bird. <laughs> I think I'll cross over, darling. That woman with the seagulls coming. Do you think that's what my people think about when my boyfriend's out with me? <laughs> Less pooing, to be fair. When you say that. Um, if anyone um, was on Charlotte Street, this sounds like the sort of the tabloids. <laughs> so sure, Taylor. If any, actually, if any, I really would love if the one, maybe the woman is. Uh, Oh, it's, it's, this uh, is extremely specific text and yeah. stuff. No, but it's, I'm doing it as a, I'd love to know what on earth was going on because um, maybe she had a finger caught in it. <laughs> if you know, if you can answer the question, are they always together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> is, it, is it a tame seagull? These people. We want uh, us to the, be the lovely it. thing is, these women said. No, I've never, I've never seen that before. <laughs> never seen it before. <laughs> I've seen it with other seagulls, but not They're those not from two together. Here. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday.
Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.